Well, I think Portland's going to be good with Larry Nance. I think that was a great pickup. Can you there. just get the fuck off Larry Nance? Larry Nance like, is so shit. good. He's so You're underrated, man. So hard right now. Like, <laughs> I've never oh made a Larry Nance homer. This is no, my first time. This is it, bro. Trust me, man. This time next year, everyone's going to be a Larry Nance homer. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back. Welcome to a, uh, a bonus podcast episode. Um, hello, Lachlan. Hello, Matthew. It's a bonus and I'm excited, mate. Yeah. And we've got joining with this uh, Silly Talk Sport. Benny Boy, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. How's things? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, tell the tell the fans a little bit about yourself, mate. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I'm a I'm a Kiwi boy, as you can probably tell from the accent. I uh, live in no Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> live in Auckland, New Zealand. I uh, just have my own sports podcast as well, where I just talk a bit of shit about sport, like what Perfect. you guys do. So exactly. Uh, similar interests as well, NRL, basketball, rugby union, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, perfect. All right, well, guys, make sure you are. Uh, Make sure you hit him up a little bit later. Um, so as you know, as always, at Fifth and Dribble on uh, Instagram and Twitter and uh, anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble as well. Lachlan, any more holes you got to plug, my friend? No. Ben, do you want to plug some of your socials? Uh, yeah, just Silly Talk Sports on Instagram and then the same on just Spotify or, or if you listen to your podcast. So. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I will send as many of your ways as we possibly can. A um, few keynotes just to get started. Now, we are going to be talking basketball today, but um, as a Kiwi, we need to we need to know what does uh, what does Benji mean to you and, and his retiring and everything happening? Oh, it, was, it was pretty sad, to be fair. I was actually going for the Panthers, but that was purely just because I, I backed the New South Wales team in origin. So I just wanted yep. to see Cleary and Luai and those young boys get a ring. But man, Benji, he is he's our goat, really. Yeah, um, 100%. So it was it was real sad to see him go out that way. But but what a legend. And he went out on a high, like making a grand final is unreal. And and the narrative that week of, of him being back in another grand final in his final year, it was pretty cool. So yeah, that, that flick pass, I've given it a crack myself a few oh, times over the years. Cool. Still Please, yet stop. To nail it, but. Please stop. I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan. It's still PTSD. Oh, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. uh, unlucky, but at least you went down to a play like that. So. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. One, one for the ages. Um, all right. And uh, just quickly, who do you reckon your, uh, your key signing uh, for the NRL next season is? Oh, that's a good question. I think Sean Johnson is, mm. is our guy. It's, mm. it's great to have him back. He's our highest ever point scorer, so that'll help because we always need more points. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him and Reese Walsh link up together. That'll be exciting. I, th- I think Reese is kind of like what Sean was when he first came on the scene. So I think yeah, on and off the field, that'll be exciting to see the effect he has on him. So that'll be cool. And then hopefully 2023, we can get like a Joey Manu or someone like that. That'll be that'd be great. good. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be mad for sure. All right. Uh, what are, what are you most excited for with the, uh, with the 17th team coming in? Do you reckon that, that they go after like this big marquee player or, or what do you, what well, do you think? <laughs> Yeah, well, if the rumours are true and, and Bennett goes there, then I, I think they won't struggle to pull players. There's that exactly. monster rumour as well, but mm. you never know, man. It's it's hard because those top five or six teams this year were so dominant. So 
it's it's going to really spread the talent out. But then also, if some of those guys leave those top teams, it'll make the competition a bit better as well. So Sure, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just hoping not for like a Gold Coast situation where it's taken them, what, since 2007 until now to be like really relevant. I mean, they had those sprinklings of years in between when they got when they got Hayne and a lot of those guys. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm hoping, yeah, right. As, as long as the rumors are true and Bennett hits there, they hit the ground running. That'd be good uh, for the league. I think if they have Wayne, they'll be all sorted. Yeah, I think there's heaps like of now, heaps of those. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think there's heaps of Queensland boys that would be keen to go back home and play as well. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, well, enough NRL talk. We got you here for the basketball. Um, so we are going to get into. Um, hopefully, everybody listened to our podcast the other day, but we are going to get into some uh, way way too early predictions uh, with the award races. Um, who do you reckon? Like the you know the cover. Who do you reckon is the uh, the MVP this year? Well, I'm a I'm an extremely biased LeBron fan, but <laughs> in all honesty, that's not where my money would be going. Yeah. <laughs> I still think he's one of the top players in the league for sure, but obviously 100%. there's gonna be some injury risk management and things like that for him. Yeah. So uh shit, you have to think Luca's gotta be in the mix again just because if if Dallas are gonna be a contender like they say they're gonna be, then he's mm. gonna have to be one of, if not the best player in the league. So um. yeah, hundred percent. I personally, I reckon Giannis is is set for a, for another big year. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things that like we we see these players go through three four years of just dominating stretches. I mean, you saw Steph win two back to back. Obviously, LeBron won those four in quick succession. Um, I just think you know it's it's got to be another Giannis year. Lock, what do you reckon, my friend? I think Steph might have a bounce back year. I think the Warriors are going to be really good. They've, they have a nice team there. I think they're probably one or two moves away from the final roster that goes into the playoffs. Mm. And I think if they have a really good year and kind of push for a top three or four seed, I think everyone will start to remember how good Steph is. Yeah. He had such a good year last year and just didn't really want Yeah, it was any, just underrated. Uh, and I, yeah. think, I think if he does what he did last year, but, you know, they're a good team who's really who really looks like they could win, then I, re- I reckon he's in. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, all right. Well, um, jumping to, I guess, the other end of the, the spectrum, six man of the year. Have you got a, uh, have you got a favorite for six man, Ben? I like, and I know you posted about it the other day. I like Tyler Hero so far. Oh, like, yeah. That's a good shout, man. I like that. He's paying 26ers at our betting agency over here. So I chucked some lazy money on him. Why not? I just think he's going <laughs> to have have the keys to that second unit for offense and he loves shooting. He's he's not shy of, of jacking some shots up. So I think like points wise, he's that that plug and play spark that they're just gonna bring in off the bench. So I like the look of him. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. Especially yeah. at twenty six bucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone at twenty six bucks. Looks yeah. Good <laughs> yeah, I know that we peppered a few uh, Clive Churchills around that area as well. Yeah. So sadly, none of them paid off. But you know, yeah. always back the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally reckon it could be uh, one or two guys, but the same team, either Kelly Oubre Jr. or Miles Bridges, depending on who gets the start there. Um, I think the other guy will come off the bench and average the same as the former and um, it has just come down to shooting splits and their, and their record at the end of the day. Locke, where are your thoughts, my friend? I've got a guard as well, but I have the Chicago Bulls, Kobe White. Yeah. I think they're pretty stacked at the guard position after, after picking up Lonzo Ball um, and Alex Caruso. And I think Kobe White, he started last year, but I think you start Lonzo. Kobe White's going to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. I think he's going to have that second unit and that they're going to score so many points, um, Chicago, this year. I don't know if they'll stop many, but they're going to score a lot. And uh, yeah. I think his stats are going to be nice. Do you, uh, you don't think that the injury at the beginning of the season is going to hold him out of voters at all? 
Adam no, I think when he comes back, he's 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 going to make such a difference when he comes back. Like mm. as as nice as Lonzo is, there's still a few holes in his game. I think Kobe White compliments him really well. So I think he'll come back and the Bulls will start to look really good once he is back. Mm, yeah, 100%. All right, cool. Well, um, pushing on, Defensive Player of the Year. Is, is Rudy Gobert going to get another one, you reckon? Man, I don't know because they've been hesitant in the past to just keep going consecutive years. So yeah. If, if Ben Simmons could sort himself out, then he'd be up in the mix. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was pretty close last year, but mm. um, yeah, I, Rudy's the favorite. I think Anthony Davis is in the mix as well. Hopefully he yep. can be injury free and, and play enough games, but you'd have to think one of those two, maybe if Simmons goes to like a paces, like they're rumoring, then mm. he could be in the mix there as well. But mm. yeah, probably Rudy or AD. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I like that AD call because um, obviously it's looking like he's going to be playing a lot of center. So he's got a lot more opportunity to uh, send a few shots to the third row. Um, but speaking of sending shots to the third row, I've got the I've got the big man in New York, Mitchell Robinson. I think uh, coming off his injury last year, he's just he's proven to be such a such a long and lanky bastard, and he's uh, he's like. Uh, I hate to say it, but he's like the better version of Miles Turner in sense that like he's he's better defensively laterally and um, obviously shoots the ball at a higher clip. I mean, Miles Turner steps out and and tries to shoot a few jump shots, but I just think Mitchell Robinson's going to come running out the gate. Uh, Locke, what are you thinking, my friend? I do like the AD call. He's someone I, I forgot about, and I think it's because that Lakers team is so stacked. But yeah. I think, as you said, him playing center, he's going to be so good. And I think he's going to have the keys to the offense and the defense during the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron's going to let him and Carmelo kind of cook and Westbrook and do what they need to do and come into playoffs. Yeah. But I think the guy I had in mind before the episode when we were chatting about this is actually Giannis. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think after after last year not winning MVP, I don't think he's going to get MVP this year. And I think it's going to be a weird like little voter bias where they feel bad for not giving him the MVP, so they give him the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, that's but maybe too. I'm thinking too much into it. And I am a Bucks fan, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that probably helps homer. me think that too. What an absolute <laughs> homer! Yeah. Boy. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of your Bucks, let's head to Coach of the Year. I've got either um, Bud or Nash to take it out. Ben, what are you thinking, mate? Yeah, I think probably Nash, I reckon. Yeah. I think I the records think, would just be too much, you reckon? Like yeah, especially like, in a week at East. Like, yeah, that, that team has potential to just be crazy. So mm. it was similar last year, of course, and then they got injury ravaged and everything like that. But you'd like to think I don't know with the whole Kyrie thing, but even without him, like they still have the potential to just breeze through if they need to. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah, that's what leads me a little bit more toward Nash, but I also reckon the Bucks are gonna go all the way back to the finals. So um, I just think, I think they'll be a bit like the Lakers in the East where they'll coast a little bit, finish second or third, and then just really start to ramp it up yeah. heading into. And I mean, those, those votes carry over um, into the, into the, into the playoffs. So um, what do you reckon, Locke? You, you got Bud Nash or someone else? I originally was thinking, I do like the Nash call. He's, he's all time. And I think he deserves a ring as a coach. Couldn't quite nab one as a player. I think that mm. team is going to, if Kyrie gets his shit together, that team is going to be unstoppable. Like, That's a massive like, predicator. Like, I know. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but, but I mean, how do you how do you stop that team? That's like a three headed dragon that just mm. you know who's like Kyrie's the weakest one. It's still Kyrie, like you know what I mean. Yeah, but I, exactly. this one I decided to go a little bit out of the box. And and Ben, you kind of touched on this before with Luca and Dallas. I think if they're really good this year, I think Kid might get some votes. Yeah, mm. I think if they really impress and they look good, and Luca can kind of find that next step, he might get it. But um, I think Luca looked great at the Olympics. They kind of tailored everything around him. Um, and I think kids going to have a good way of get Pazingas going. 
all the mm-hmm. kind of media reports kind of seems that like him and Bazingas are on good terms. Bazingas kind of wants to play for him. And he's he's the key for for Dallas. Yeah, if he can unlock Bazingas, I think they might be a top four seed. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean, that's what's going to be my only rebuttal is that, you know, the, the coach can do whatever they want, but they had a they had a decent coach last year in, in Carlisle and still, you know, Pazingas didn't get going. So Yeah, I think that was just kind of do? a clash of styles though. I think I think Carlisle's very much his own way, and I think Pazingas mm. didn't want to fall in line with that. Yeah. Um, and Carlisle's a great coach, but I mean, Jason Kidd probably is going to let. He's going to do well at Indy. Indy's yeah, I think he's going to be, much he's gonna be especially if they do pick up a Ben Simmons guy. Like uh, that's going to be unstoppable. But I think, I think, yeah, I think Kidd gets along with Pazingas. Is he'll let him throw up a few shots early in the game, find that mm. rhythm, have him involved in the game, and I think I think they'll be mu- much more improved with that. Mm. Do you think yeah. this is his last kind of chance, Bazingas, before he gets moved on from? Dallas? Yeah, I, I has yeah. to be. I've been so disappointed with Bazingas. I loved him in New York, and like when he got drafted, I remember everyone like laughing at him, being like, "Who is this?" And he came out and mm. started falling. Like he's great to watch when he's on, but it's just yeah. got to find him on his confidence. I wish he was just so ugly when he's off, though. So oh, yeah. ugly. I just wish he'd play center. Like that's yeah. my thing. Like he's so he's so hesitant to play center, but he's seven foot two or three or something. Like yeah, yeah. At that point. You are a center, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You just gotta, you just gotta admit it. Unless you're Kevin Durant and and play small forward your entire career, he's a freak. Though. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But with um with Pazingas, I don't know who would pick him up though. If he was to get traded, where where would you like to see him? You reckon? Man, I don't know. If he went back to New York and played center, that would be sick. That would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be mad. I can see. Uh, the, we've talked about it before, Locke. There's a bit of a logjam at the at the guard position there in Sacramento. I can see them packaging. If they don't get Simmons, they could like get into a rush decision and and send uh, a couple of guards over to uh, the the Mavs for positions, like, like or maybe like a Marvin Bagley yeah. the third or something like that, yeah. and then get him if he if he's that dedicated to playing power forward. You've then got someone like Rashawn Holmes that can hold yeah. down the center, and then those guys. Would be able to switch really really well because yeah. i think buddy's gonna want out soon if he's gonna be coming off the bench i can't imagine 100 i think he's the, yeah. the limelight so. <laughs> i think he's too good to, like as much as you like a six man he should be starting i think he's really yeah. good he's experienced too he's what 26 27 like he's he's mm-hmm. not some young guy they're trying to develop i think i'd really like to see them trade for ben simmons and have yeah. healed healed play with Embiid. i think that would yeah. be a really good yeah, team with him sick. harrison Embiid. yeah That'd be sick. Yeah, quickly talking about coaches before, like I think it's also a big year for Luke Walton. Like if he doesn't, if mm. if the Kings don't find something this year, even in like the first twenty games, if they're say three and seventeen or or something shit like that, then Luke Walton is gone for sure. There's no way he can stick around. I forgot he coached the Kings to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Doc Rivers as well, I reckon, which is the other side of that coin. Like if he doesn't have a good year in Philly with his playoff record, mm. like he he could be facing a, a good commentary stint in the future. Yeah, as well. so yeah. I think I, yeah, I think so. I think that's that's on the money, mate. Like we talked about this the other week, Matt. Like that three one two one lead thing he's got where he just blows them. It's yeah, just, it's gross. I've never Seven seen out of twenty one like seasons or something. Like I what know. the hell? <laughs> No one talks about it enough. It's it's not brought up enough. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, most improved player. Now, again, the Olympics is fresh in our minds. I would like to see someone like Precious Achuya get it, but it's his second year in the league. So I think that that I think that hurts him. Uh, what do you, what do you reckon, Ben? Uh, I noticed the the two Porter Juniors are the favourites at the bookies here. Yeah, uh, Michael, Michael and Kevin. But I've actually gone Dejounte Murray. I think he's going to be huge for the Spurs this year. He's one of those guys that fills up the stat sheet. Mm. Uh, with with DeRozan gone, I think he's going to have 
quite a lot of room to improve. And then it's just him and Derek White are kind of their two stars, which neither of them really jump off the page. So they're going to have yeah. an equal opportunity at it, I think. So mm. I don't mind DeJounte there. but That's a good shout. That's a, that's good a really shout. good shout. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of DeJounte. Yeah. That's, a, that's a mad <laughs> no, shout. He's, he's definitely going to be given the keys to the team. Um, but another guy that I think, another guard that I think is going to get given the keys to the team is Colin Sexton. I think the young bull is going to have a really, really good year. And sure, it's going to be empty stats on a on a shit team, but we saw that with um, with Jeremy Grant last year, and you know he was able to garner a lot of votes. Like he almost stole it from Julius Randle. So um, I think you know out of out of that sex land pairing, um, we said it on the last show, whoever stays in Cleveland and keeps putting up those empty stats will be probably be the guy for me that will take most improved. What do you reckon, Locke? I have a guy that's not quite a star. I don't think he's going to develop into a superstar, but I think he's going to be an important guy on a team that goes deep into the playoffs. DeAndre mm. Hunter with the mm, Hawks. Yeah. I think they played really well last year, pushed the Bucks. I think if he comes in, he's such a vital piece to that team. Like Trey, mm. we know he probably couldn't defend a cardboard box, but if you have a guy like Hunter next to him who can take up that perimeter de- like defending assignment, I think that, that's going to push that team to that next level. If he yeah, can kind of average so. a few more points, get close to 20, play elite perimeter D, he's going to look so good. Yeah, he just got riddled with injury a little bit last yeah, year. Yeah, I think so, so too. If, if he can just stay healthy, man, and that, yeah. that team's going to be good. They don't really need him to score too much because obviously they've got Trey, Kevin Herter. Mm. Like, I think he's going to be great. Yeah, 100%. That's a good shout. That is a good shout for sure. Um, all right, well, rookie of the year. Who who do you reckon, Ben? Like, there's a, this is a good rookie class. This is, like, relatively deep. It goes goes like six or seven guys deep. Oh, this, this rookie class was real exciting. I, I love this draft. Like, mm. the, the talent in this year is crazy, but... I do think Jalen Green's probably the guy who could win it just because he's got yep. that X factor about him. Like he's such a showman. He can dunk. He can do all those cool highlight plays that are going to get him like massive exposure on like your sports centers and things like that. And <laughs> yeah. all that does affect voting because some people don't watch every game like as crazy as it is. So then fans yeah. get in and around it. The hype builds. So I could see him someone like him getting it. I think Kate Cunningham, of course, is in the mix there because he's going to have a huge role for his team. But mm. I do think Jalen's probably got that X factor and that star marketability about him that'll probably see him get it, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement with you here. Like, I reckon Jalen Green, they obviously need someone in Houston to to put up points. I mean, you got Kevin Porter Jr. there as well, but it's just a lot of young guys. So it's going to be one of those really exciting, like almost like Washington Wizards of last year where they're not going to play a lot of defense and they're just going to heave a whole lot of shots. And I think that that's going to, that's going to bode well into uh, in his favor. What do you reckon, Locke? I guess great minds think alike because I got Jalen Green as well. Very good cool. like, across the board. <laughs> I, um, I, I agree with Ben too. Like being in Houston, the market for him is huge. Like yeah. in there, after the way James Harden left, I think they're going to latch on to the, the next star that kind of puts their hand up for Houston. Mm. And as you said, like he's so explosive. He's so fun and exciting. I think people are going to fall in love with him so quick. Yeah, easy. easy. And, and as, as nice as Cade's going to be, I think not a lot of people, unless you're a Detroit fan, watch a lot of Detroit yeah. basketball. I think yeah, that's it's, it. a hard, it's a hard market to kind of break out in and be a star. I, mean, I, think, I think Detroit fans are going to love him, but I think neutrals are kind of going to be a bit iffy on him. It's going to be weird too because the rookie of the year is probably only going to win like 20 games this year, like their team. Like you look at you look at Jalen Green, like the, the Rockets aren't going to win very many games. You know, other guys that are up there in, in Cade, Detroit's not going to win very many games. And then maybe Jalen Suggs puts up a whole bunch of empty stats and Orlando certainly isn't going to win very many <laughs> games. So it's I think it's it's definitely going to be like a weird kind of uh, rookie class because, I mean, last year with LaMelo, 
the Hornets made the playoffs. So like that was easy for them to to pick him. Um, and and Memphis were at least competitive the year before when John Moran got selected. I mean, Zion going down helps, but it yeah, it, I think it's just gonna be it's gonna be really weird. And I think that's gonna then underrate how good this draft class could turn out to be. Yeah. Um, it might be one of those classes in five years we look and go, Jesus, these guys were all in the same year. I think that's yeah. probably what's good. It's going to take a while, but as soon as that, especially if a guy like Evan Mobley takes a few years in Cleveland, mm. if that top three and four can just be unreal in a few years, yeah. Yeah, could be sick. Could be sick. All right, well, let's move on to our uh, our all-star predictions. Um, who you got for captains, Ben? I think it'll be similar again. This year. <laughs> yeah. I think LeBron will get it. Like... The, the captain thing's so cool. Like, I love how, how they've made that change and, and they pick their teams. Like, it just yeah. adds another element of entertainment and that kind of should what it is what it should be all about. So Yeah, I that schoolyard pickup kind of feel to it. I, I really like that too, yeah. Yeah, and I reckon, like, LeBron and Giannis, they have, like, some good banter there. It's like a cool little thing. It's becoming, like, a regular thing. Like, they're almost set in stone as the captains as well <laughs> and it's like a yearly battle about who wins the drafts almost. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it is a lot of fun. I, yeah, I think it could be, yeah, LeBron and Giannis is is good. Uh, LeBron and Durant, obviously, it could be them yeah. as well. I think it, yeah, it just depends on who's really sitting at the top of each of the conferences. Um, but, yeah, I think I think LeBron's the shoe-in for the for the West. It would just depend on where the Nets and the Bucks kind of sit. Because you've got that world clout with Giannis, but then you've got that, you know, slim reaper. I'm Kevin Durant. I don't give a fuck about anything kind of Durant vibe to it. Um, and that makes them nervous, though, because you never know what he's going to say. So oh, especially nowadays. I think, that's, I think the fans <laughs> like that, though. Like, the fan, yeah. he's, he's kind of turned into, like, that voice of the people in, yeah. in terms of, like, he's, he's starting to say what we're all thinking thinking um and uh yeah i think that kind of bodes well for him uh lock what do you reckon man do you reckon it's uh lebron and durant or Giannis? i think durant might do it like durant's picking up some real steam people calling him the best player in the game right now and the best player in the world and he was second behind mm. lebron for so much and i mean people do like him just talking his mind calling out the media saying what he says like i think mm. he'll probably get it for the east especially because it'd be good to see him like lead his team again after getting so close last year I yeah. think the West, I think we might see Luca as captain, first time captain. Ooh. I think I think the European votes are gonna be a lot, man. Like you see some of those European players get some unreal votes just because of how many people are over there and how many people love them. And yeah. I mean it, it, that that's if Dallas is doing well. I mean, that's the big thing. If not, I think it'll probably be LeBron again. Yeah. Because everyone's starting to really appreciate LeBron. He's what year 19, year 20? Mm, yeah. yeah yeah people are really year 25 year 30 like, yeah it doesn't feel like he'll still be doing the same but soon, yeah. we'll, we'll still be here in 10 years you'll still be an all-star captain like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy man but i think i think if luca gets the european votes and dallas are doing well man he's he's going to be up there the crazy thing to think about too is like the, the the name LeBron James is going to be synonymous again for the next twenty years if Bronny is anything like his dad. Have um, you seen him lately? He turned seventeen. Bro, like, he, he is looks, huge. He looks like he's twenty five, bro. Holy crap, <laughs> he's a monster! And like, yeah. how cool would it be to see them either play together or against each other? That oh, that's going to be next oh. level. I you, think you LeBron know- structured his contract perfectly to either either go with him or or at least pick someone like pick a team in his division that drafts him to then be like, okay, I'm going to see you four times a year. Like, let's fucking yeah, get it going. Him guarding his son. Oh, I, I, I think if, if he plays his son, it'll be like that photo with him and Kobe in Kobe's yeah. last All-Star game, you know, where he oh, got down, yeah. slap, slapping the floor and getting in his face. That and then Drake will stand up and ruin the photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, if, 
if it gets to the and I, I mean it probably will the way that LeBron treats his body, but if it gets to a point where like they're playing each other, surely they've got to bring in the one on one in the All Star game then, like in the All Star oh, that would be weekend. Yeah. You just because they've clear, been talking about it for out. years. <laughs> yeah, they've been talking yeah. about it for years, bringing on like a one on one like kind of pickup version, and yeah, and then we'll be able to see like Kyrie go against Harden or or Steph or oh man, that would be so good. Oh, yeah. I'm cool for a three v three in the All Star weekend. That'd, That'd be, be sick. sick. Just a whole lot of three v three guys. Say they have like five or six captains like this. You pick your other two mm. guys and you have a little tawny. That'd be sick. That would be yeah. that would be sick. I mean, especially like having the Olympic clout now, it, it could definitely be a thing. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, just to just to remind everybody of what the teams were um, last year. So we had team team LeBron was uh, Giannis or LeBron obviously Giannis, Steph, Luca, Nick Jokic, Jalen Brown. Uh, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMontis Sabonis, and Ben Simmons. Uh, he obviously didn't play because of the COVID protocols. Uh, Locke, do you want to run down who Team Durant was? Yeah, Team Durant was obviously Kevin Durant, uh, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie, Kawhi, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, who was injured, mm-hmm. James Harden, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, Vucci Main, and Zion. Yeah. Any any of those that stand out to you, Ben, that, that won't be there next year? Probably Simmons at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's always hard because you had some guys take some massive leaps last year, like Jalen Brown. Like He was a, a real bolter mm. last year. Guys like that, it's like, can they keep it up and, and be back in the mix again this year? Or was it just like a one-off thing, like what we saw Ingram do? Yeah. Like a bit yeah. of a drop-off. But, yeah, the one that stands out, probably Simmons at this stage, just because of the uncertainty. Like, if he mm. plays any from the start of the season or even a few weeks in, he's an all-star player for sure. Yeah, it's exactly. Just how, how soon they sort his deal out because he, even today, apparently they've been ringing, trying to get him to show up to camp still, and he, he wants a, nothing of it. No, man, that kangaroo chain is hanging him down. He can't, can't pick up the phone <laughs> at the same time. It's too heavy. I wish I had enough money to turn down all the millions he's turning down. Oh, like mate, like it. even even if I hated the team and now like we're gonna hold your check, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I love you guys, I'm coming in. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, he must he must really not be happy to to give up that money. I can't I kind of can't blame him though as well. Like you see both sides of the story. Yeah, sure. yeah. But like the way that Doc came out after that game, <laughs> yeah, and that's just fucked. Smoked him like. Like, yeah, he played a part in that as well. But, like, that's not the player that he is as well. Like, mm. they're expecting things. Like, he's an elite defender. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. And even think- even Tease came out on the JJ Reddick podcast and was like, I don't, I, part of me doesn't understand how why Ben's getting so much shit. Like, I also missed a free throw on that play. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I only went one of two. Like, I shot, like, shit that game. Um Arguably, I lost us that game. So, why is he getting all this shit? Mm. And, uh, and JJ just kind of sat there and was like, Hey, look, that's kind of a good point. Why aren't we giving you shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Philly it, fans. It's yeah, the fans. yeah. I, I don't think it helps that Joel loves to poke the bear too. Yeah. Anytime oh. he can throw a little jab in, he, he doesn't mind doing He's that. He's so flip floppy as well. Like he yeah. came in guns blazing, like, yeah, um, I'm kind of sick of Ben and everything. And then like obviously the organization said something to him, was like, Well, we've got to fucking learn to live together. And then he's like, Okay, yeah, cool. I want Ben to come back. And now that it's obvious that Ben's not coming back, he's like, Well, 
why are we building the team around him anyway? Like, I'm the yeah. superstar. It's like, yeah. fire out, man. Pick a side of the fence and bloody stick to it. Like, yeah. don't just I, sit I, on it. I think if Joel was committed to Ben, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, I think true. if the two guys are on the same page, the organization would just suck it up and bring them both back. Oh, and they would have won a, won a ring by now. I think yeah, they would have, man. They yeah, got, for yeah. sure. Especially if Kawhi shot the other year, doesn't take four bounces yeah. to rim in, mate. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was gross. Um, but <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. I think that uh, Simmons does miss out. I've got someone like Sexton coming in, like just because he's going to have that most improved kind of run. Um, I think like, voter bias will kind of get to him and and as you said the highlights like not many people are going to turn into bloody Cleveland games but they'll see highlights from Sexton maybe dropping a guy or two and and that'll help um he also finished like top 10 in the guard voting last year so I just think that like the more and more he can stay in the public eye the better it is for him uh any any others that really stick out to you there lock that probably won't make I mean obviously Kawhi Kawhi's injured for the year so he's not going to make it what do you who do you reckon takes his spot why? I think Westbrook might get in for the West. I know it's like a guard mm. and a forward, but I think I think it'll end up working out kind of in the wash there. I think um, mm. Westbrook's going to have such a good year again, and they're going to lean on him in a regular season. And back yeah. in LA, huge market. He's going to be having fun. LeBron's going to be pushing for it. Like mm. it wouldn't surprise me if that team's got three All Stars in Westbrook, yeah. LeBron, and AD. My um, only rebuttal to that though is if we go off, you know what what the bookies are saying, Michael Porter Jr. If he's going to have another most improved yeah. yeah. leap, yeah. could that could that be possible? Could he get in over Kawhi? Could there be two from Denver? Because, I mean, Jamal's not going to obviously touch the ball. He's he's out for the year, basically. So, you know, if Denver's going to be anything good, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to take that leap, I reckon. Yeah, I think yeah, so, cool. too. Yeah, he's, he's going to be easily over a 20-point scorer. Yeah, I think, I think mm. he'll find his way in the team somewhere. He might – I don't know whose spot he might take there, but I do think he'll end up in there. But I think if, if you're swapping straight in next up would probably be Westbrook. Yeah. But I do like the Porter Jr. call. Mm. I also don't think someone like uh, Vucevic gets in again. I think Bam was kind of – he kind of went under the radar last year. Um, yeah, Bam, Bam over uh, over Vucevic, man. Because I think Vucevic, he, he's going to put up stats, but I think that um, – there's so many big games in Chicago now that he's kind of just going to get left to the wayside. And I think people are going to, not that they should rely on him for defense because holy shit, that man is like a, a turnstile. But um, <laughs> if if he's going to build a bit of a name, he needs to be five to 10 points above any of the other guys. And there's just so much talent on that team that Zach Levine, he might put up close to like 28 points a game. Like he could, he could almost scratch 30, I reckon. Yeah, someone who I don't think will make it, but I'd like to see as well is, is probably like a Jama, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that'd maybe be good, him yeah. just uh, after that rookie year to just take that, that another leap. And last year it didn't really come, but I've been impressed with him in preseason and it's mm. only preseason, but he looks to have made improvements on his game. And I like him as a player. I'd love to see him in the dunk comps and things like that, but also yeah. see how he'd go in, in an all-star game. That would be sick. But. Yeah, 100%. I mean, someone like Kyrie probably won't get in again. So yeah, Jama ran in for like, Kyrie, I think would be would be. Uh, I mean, unless Kyrie sorts his shit out, but again, it's all predicated on him sorting his shit out. <laughs> I think we've been saying he's that for a while. Eh? Yeah. Oh, oh mate, no, 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 he doesn't like to say that he's yeah, Aussie. He doesn't like to. I think we'll cop Ben Simmons, Kyrie though. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't, we don't cop Kyrie anymore. We've now taken on Matisse. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, don't need to worry yeah. about Kyrie. He's the man though. So. Yeah, he is, exactly. yeah, Matisse is the man. Exactly. Uh, any others that stand out to you, Lock? Um, Julius Randle. I think it's going to be a big dependence on if the Knicks are good. I think a guy mm. like Jimmy Butler, if Miami's playing well, might come in and get that extra forward spot in the East. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I love watching Julius Randle play. I like that he's kind of accepted who he is. Going downhill, he's so fun to watch. He's so big mm. and strong. But um, 
I think they've I think also be, got some more help there in New yeah, York. Yeah, they do so. have more help. So I think he's going to have his hands on the ball a little bit less. And if Mitch mm. Robinson takes the leap that a few of us think he's going to do, I think that's going to eat into Randall's game a little bit. I mean, yeah. if Miami's playing well and Jimmy Butler's making noise. How do you say no to that man? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. If Kimber's if Kimber's what Kimber can be, then that'll take a huge. Yeah, well, if he if he can take a leap like Westbrook did last year in in New York, that could be like they they're just going to then be known for resurging old point guards. Yeah. Like that's all that's going to be at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, touching on on what you were saying, Ben, another guy that I would like to see, like another young point guard, Lamelo. I think Lamelo would be really sick in the All Star game. Like the guy plays an All Star has an all-star appearance every game that he plays with some of the, some of the passes that he throws. Um, I think, yeah, someone like LaMelo over, uh, depending on how good the Celtics are going to be, I don't think they get both Jalen and Jason in there. And Jason probably gets the nod because he's known as really the face of Boston right now. I actually um, like Jalen more than Jason though. Oh, I like Jalen as, more. As a player, wrong. yeah. But because um, I think that there's a lot that can be said for defense, obviously, like it wins championships. But um but I think, you know, the bias of, of Jason being the face of the franchise probably gets him in. Um, but, yeah, someone like someone like LaMelo in there over, over Brown or, or someone like that. And imagine, like, the all-star hype and even, like, the singlet, like, the jersey sales and stuff. Like, LaMelo. Man, that would be insane. Crazy. Right. Like, you you can't blame people for loving that kid, right? Like, did, oh, did you yeah. watch any of him when he – did he play in New Zealand for the NBL? Did he come over? He came over. He played against the Breakers. I went and watched because it was RJ versus him. So yeah. That was oh, like yeah. The hype thing, but he didn't actually play that much that game. Like, it was interesting. Like, he was obviously good in the NBL, but like mm. that, it just shows how much he wanted to step up once he got his opportunity in the NBA. Because like, he's another level now. But yeah. The marketing hype is just crazy, man. Like, I see kids around here rocking his singlets and stuff and like the Hornets haven't been relevant for how long yeah exactly yeah, yeah. they've got direction for the first time in a decade and, and yeah it's it's all predicated on on him and the other young talent that they've got there it's it's insane to see it's I mean good on him good on him for sure I am um, I do love that he went to a team with cool colors I'm not gonna yeah. lie he went to a team with cool jerseys so yeah. I'm glad he didn't go yeah, if he went to like Indiana or something yeah, like yeah. that we would not be talking about him the same yeah. way and like the, the whole MJ links cool there yeah they're, yeah they're just a league pass team man you gotta tune in to watch like man, them and the Bulls this year I reckon are two teams that I normally wouldn't watch but I'm gonna watch this year just because it's all out offense like I yeah 100% yeah. yeah as long as they stay with that identity and then don't try to like Oh, we're gonna play a little bit of defense this time. Well, no, don't. Just just throw the ball. Just keep throwing Shit the ball. It, don't try. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, don't even bother. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's right, kind well, of our approach when we play as well, Matt. No defense. Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I play a little bit of defense. <laughs> I'm no D, no offense. So yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm a Ben Simmons without the D. So <laughs> I'm an assist guy, assist yeah, guy. That's all right. That's all right. Well, Lachlan runs baseline all the time, so you can yeah. find him. He'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> all right, easy. Well, have you got any more uh, any more hot takes rolling into the into the NBA or All Star or anything? Not really. No, nah, I'm just excited. Like. For me, the competition this year is going to be closer than last year. There's obviously mm. the potential for like a Brooklyn or a Lakers if they're injury-free to just smoke both conferences. But yeah. I don't think that that's going to happen. And I think guys are going to rest, especially like LeBron. He wants mm. a ring. He doesn't really care about regular season as much. So mm. I think there's potential for some other teams to have some really strong regular seasons. But I want to see what teams like Utah and that do in the playoffs because man their reputation is just starting to build as a regular season team and I don't know like Mitchell those guys must have a bit of a chip on their shoulder to actually yeah. get some results in playoffs so this can't cool help that the Clippers are just better year, than man. them 
<laughs> how how many more uh, playoffs do you reckon the Jazz have before they start to look at a rebuild, or or at least a little bit of a retool? That's it's this year, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I I wouldn't surprise me if Rudy Gobert is not on this team at the end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, only because like he he would be the guy that they would get rid of. Like when it comes down to him and, and Donovan, you would think that Rudy yeah. Gobert is the guy that you get rid of, even though even though. He's the defensive player of the year, what, three out of the last five years or something. It's Donovan's your future. Like he's the one that sells tickets these Mm. days. And I I do think if they swap Gobert for another center, they could play smaller and they could play a different style that works. Yeah. Um, Because at the moment they have to play a different way because they have Rudy. I think if they were to get rid rid of Rudy, they can kind of change their identity and not really have to rebuild, just kind of make a few adjustments on the fly. Mm. And like you, a Pazingas there or someone oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. some of those skilled bigs, that would be so sick. Like, yeah, I respect Gobert, but like, obviously, D's his thing. But like, I'd love to see Mitchell in like an all out offense, just fast. yeah, yeah, go for it. Kind of. I just think, yeah, I think that, that one of the big issues in Utah, like, obviously, they hang their hat on their defense, but their their offense is so predictable, like that high pick and roll. And, and if that doesn't work, then you've got Jingles or someone in the corner ready to go. Um, it, it's the same as Portland, like, people people play them the same way. Like Yusuf Nurkic is just mm. a really shit Rudy Gobert. Um, so <laughs> like it just is a better offensively, but way worse defensively Rudy Gobert. So, um, you know, them just playing that, that style of basketball. Uh, I hope that they change that obviously with Billups coming in, but um, yeah, I think that's what really, really hinders teams like that. Well, I think Portland's going to be good with Larry Nance. I think that was a great pickup. Can there. you just get the fuck off Larry Nance? Larry like, Nance is so shit. good. He's so You're underrated, man. So hard right now. Like, <laughs> I've never oh met a Larry Nance homer. This is no, my first time. This is it, bro. Trust me, man. This time next year, everyone's going to be a Larry Nance homer. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't hit him for most improved player. You Ooh, gagged so about, hard. But he's already too established, I think. But I think he's going to be so good for that team. Just gives them yeah. another option when they do that pick and roll. Um, yeah, and he's he, better. De- he's a better defensive option than than like Derek Jones Jr. or something like that, who was in their in their role before. Yeah, um, and and he means they can kind of go small. He can play center for a little bit, not obviously mm. a full season, but every now and then for a few bits of the game. So I think I think he's going to really elevate them, and they need to to keep game. If they start off slow, he's going to be asking out. You're getting on those uh, Larry Nance ETFs or something like that. Like you're getting <laughs> buying stocks, sell, buy, selling high. Buy now. Yeah, buy now. Cards. Larry Nance Get Island. The cards and- <laughs> easy, easy. All right. Well, um, I think that's really well it. Um, we do have a couple of questions that we ask our guests at the end of every podcast, Ben. So if, you, yep. if you're happy to stick around, I'd love to ask you a couple of questions. Um, sure. What is a book, podcast, movie, or album that has uh, changed your life, mate? Shit, this is a tough one. Um, my favorite movie is Step Brothers, so I can't really say it changed my life. It's <laughs> what a movie! That's a great show too. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's up there. But in terms of podcasts, I love like Bill Simmons. Like he yeah. kind of inspired me to like start listening to more podcasts and yeah. like, just his chat around the NBA, NFL. Like I reckon he's like the American goat in terms of podcasting for sports. So yeah, completely agree. Even though I he do. is like an absolute diehard Boston fan, it just hurts oh. me so much. I think, I think he rags on Boston a lot at the moment though. His last couple of pods, he hasn't been too happy, but um, yeah, true. I do love Ben Simmons. I love his nickname, the pod father as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good name. It's a perfect name. Like for how him. he gets his sons involved, like the whole family. Yeah. It's cool, man. Like, yeah. 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 All right. Well, no, I like that. That's that's really good. I, I'm I'm glad that uh, the guru suggested chucking a podcast in there. That's yeah. that, that has really helped this question. Um, all right. So if you could uh, play football or basketball with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be and why? 
have to be LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just to me, he's he's like my greatest all-round player um, yeah. of all time, which is controversial, and I debate it over beers with my friends every single time. But <laughs> us me, too, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> for me, he's my guy. So I just love to play with him. He's a freak, man. And like even off the court, he's just like he's never involved in like any major scandals or anything like that. He does so mm. much for like the community. Just a good dude and an unreal athlete. So. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. Make and me look good, which is hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're not giving yourself enough credit. Uh, just quickly before we move on to the next one, Lock, you're going to tell the fans who your goat is, or not my goat? Yeah, your goat. Who's your goat? Who's my goat? Your no, goat is Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. is <laughs> my the goat. Man. Is not the wrong one. Okay, <laughs> don't, don't come at this. Kobe is far and away the greatest of all time. You got to give it to him. Okay. Like he's, you cannot not give it to him. He came up. In the we argue era. too much for me not to let you have this one today. He he came <laughs> up in the social media era. He was like, he completely patented his game after, I understand he patented after Michael Jordan, but arguably was better. It, nah, it's got to be Kobe, but that's that's for another day. Uh, we're not going to get into this now because I will get upset. <laughs> How much time do you have? Yeah, yeah exactly. we'll be here all day, mate. Yeah. As uh, as we like to say on this, we've got tiers, and like they're definitely in the uh, in the top tier. Um, all right, and what's the uh, for our last question? What's the favorite dish that your mum makes? Oh, I'd have to go with this is controversial, but I'm going to go with the mother-in-law because my mum she's she's a it's not bad cook, but the mother-in-law's hopefully she's not she listening, like, mate. Otherwise, yeah, hopefully mum's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in the UK, so I'm banking that she's not. <laughs> But if you are listening, Mum, I do love you. But the mother-in-law, <laughs> uh, her her chicken pasta bake is just outstanding. So, ooh, chicken, that's the that. second chicken pasta bake. Uh, I, I must say, doing this question, you find out how much people love pasta, man. Oh, it's always yeah. the go-to. You can't blame it, mate. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. You gotta get behind it. Oh, maybe I gotta maybe gotta hit my mum up for a chicken pasta bake. Now. <laughs> yeah. oh, see if she can see if she can rival some of the other mums out there. It's hard to get wrong, I reckon. But oh. It's always yeah. so good, especially if you've had a few beers the night before. You just oh, need something. It's right. Yeah, soak it all up. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it. We've done it. We're all the way through. Uh, thanks very much, Ben, for joining us. Uh, as we said before, uh, Silly Talk Sport on Instagram, Spotify, wherever you listen to all of your podcasts. Um, at us as well, Fifth and Dribble on uh, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you listen to podcasts and at anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble. Thanks very much, my friend, for coming on and uh, we look forward to having you again. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Really enjoyed it. We'll have to do it again for sure. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. All right, Locke, any more holes you need to plug, my friend? Nah, I'm all good. All plugged up. All right, easy. Thanks for listening, guys, to this bonus episode and we will catch you in the next one. See you, guys.